Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I am Devin Jordan. I am with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We are here to talk about Challenge USA, Episode 3. Don't really have much to say about this one. I don't know. It was good. It was a solid episode. What? I thought this was very good. I, I thought, thought it was, it was incredible. Oh. Yeah, I thought it yes. was. I mean, I don't know. I just watched it, too. I thought it was the best of the three. Really? I was going to say, I <laughs> yeah, thought this was the yeah. worst of the three. So let, let's start with that, then. What, what did the two of you like so much about this episode compared to your enjoyment of the first two episodes? I thought the political gameplay was just more interesting this episode, where we got to see some potential fractures amongst the Survivor and Big Brother group. There's a couple things that were hinted at that be coming down the line with Tyson saying how he wants to keep the better players around. We can talk about that later if that's what they should be doing. Um, you had Shan, her trying to play off to Derek that, oh, I don't make big moves. That's just like what happens to him. Like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, I, that, I'm not buying that for a second. You have Dom, basically. I know he wins the elimination at the end, but I thought his, what he was doing throughout the episode was absolutely mind-boggling to me. Um, he pulled a Danny is what he did. He is the well, new Danny. Well, that was so bizarre. Let's, let's start with that. Cause that's where I really want to go to with, with this. Yes. So first of all, he talks about how his wife's not like he's being paired with all these love Island women, which I mean, <laughs> come on, bro. As if he's the sexy stud of the group yeah, like, that is going to entice like, them to jump in his bed. Come on, man. <laughs> and then you have him talking about how like, Oh, cachet has got like her ex, you know, like focus on the game for whatever. And it's like, it wasn't her. Cho- I can't imagine it was her choice to come on the show with her ex-boyfriend there. And no. I, I think that, I think that's a valid argument though, that even though your ex is on the show, you should try and at least focus more on the game. I don't think I necessarily. Even well, I, what, would, what indicated she wasn't focused on the game because she was in bed talking with Sarah about this. And that's what brought on his complaint, right? It's however many days into the game and she's still harping on about this. I mean, should she just be talking about game 100% of the time then? Like, talking about your personal life happens all the time on the show. No, I think it was probably just to the point where he thought it was impacting the, what she was doing. Well, Fix your whatever. Camera a little bit. Look, the... look at your camera. You're, we're, like, we're seeing the, like, the bottom of your chin. Well, I, I have very limited resource to work with here, Devin. So we're going oh, we to we're gonna have to learn to do There we go. Much better. Um, yeah. Well, the, 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 then the biggest infraction of the episode is he basically just gets the two of them thrown in. Like, he, he's asking yeah. constantly to be put into elimination for God knows why. And, she, and then his attitude of, like, how when she's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. I know what I'm doing. But what the hell, man? Like, it's, it's her game, too. Like, that, that was egregious I don't know. I don't, I don't think he was necessarily asking to go in. I think the way that he approached it wasn't necessarily beneficial. What? She asked him directly, do you want to go into elimination? He basically said yes. In a patronizing way. That's what it was. He was just kind of patronizing her the whole time. And that's why when he walked away, she was like, okay, you tell me how to play this game. And walked away. That's what it was. He was just done with her at that point. At no point in time did did he tell anyone that he wanted to go in. I certainly don't think he made it hard for people to put him in. I agree with that, right? I, I I, I think he didn't take a good approach because... They showed a montage of him going to people saying, you know, if it's my time, it's my time. I'm getting yeah. mentally ready. Like, you know, and I mean, you you can do that to an extent and you do that with certain people. But I don't think you want to go and shotgun that out to the house. It just bothered me how he did that. And then he got like mad at her, basically, for like, I don't want to go into elimination. You realize that I'm with you on this. And like his lack of awareness and empathy there did bother me. Or at least his apparent lack of awareness and empathy. That's what we saw on screen. And then you also yeah. have, and of course, getting to the elimination, which is a whole other, other fiasco. Do you, with, so I, like, I think this is the other part of it. Is it possible that he just wanted to go home? Yes, very much so. Okay. 
I he, think it is. Because I don't think we can overlook he saw that. He, wasn't gonna be able, he, he saw, he, he, well, he saw, like, realistically, yeah, it's going to be difficult for him to win this season if he doesn't make, even if he does keep going. And if that's the case, like, I've got might money, well go I home. might as well go home. And then I can, yeah, and then obviously he has a partner at this point who is going to be, you know, infringe upon it on that. And then, of course, getting to the elimination, which one other quick thing before we really dive in here. If for her, he, she, when Cache is like, oh, I think I should be in the water because I'm smaller, I will displace the water less. Plus, also, you're taller, you can reach up higher to make the towers and stuff. And then he'll be like, no, 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 I'm going to go in the water. And then he, he forgets to stand on the stupid thing. And it was clear, and like, I think it would clearly it would have been better to have the taller person outside. They can reach up higher, they could have made the tower much easier. So, yeah. I don't know, but it was for her to actually reach up and put the thing on the top. But a big, a big part of this is your ability to be able to get the puzzle pieces out of the water, right? And so if you're not a good swimmer, and if you're not strong enough to be able to lift and, like, push the puzzle pieces outside of the water, you can't even get the puzzle pieces there to stack them to begin with. Well, we saw both both players, and maybe this was just by coincidence, but both players were able to get them out swimming within a decent amount of time. I, I didn't see that being a, a huge problem. Yeah, it's because they were both, like, taller men. Right. Well, James isn't that tall. James, I, I think they were. I think she would have been fine getting them out of the water. How tall she do you probably think he is? Five ten. But Cache is like pretty small. James, she's a small woman. No, I know. I think about how hard it is for her to reach up and actually build a tower. Yeah, and I think it's going to be even I know, harder. She somehow did it though. I think it's going to be even harder for her to be able to get the puzzle pieces out of the water, especially if she's not a well, great doesn't swimmer. Doesn't it? The, once you once you open it up, the place is just going to go out of the water. You don't have to push it up that much. Once the what? Like, when you unhook the piece, you don't have to give it that much force to push it out of the water. You still have to be able to reach up to get... So, one, you have to be able to reach up to get him out, and two, we don't know how good of a swimmer she is. She could suck as a swimmer. I mean, she doesn't seem like the most athletic person in the world. No, I know, but neither does Dom at this point. I don't know, I thought he did pretty good at that. Didn't you? He did pretty good. I would say that, like, he did a good job of getting the pieces out, but I am 100% in the court of he wanted to go home, and that's why he wasn't plugging the hole. And when TJ called him out on it, he's like, dude, I, I just had a brain fart. It's like, no, you didn't. Like, you were wanting to lose this, and I, you were flabbergasted that the other team was that bad at this. I, I, think, I thought he had one of the worst episodes of an elimination winner in some time, to be honest. Oh, this was something I don't you know. I don't, I, ghost I don't, I, I it wasn't as incompetent as Josh he, winning I, I think I'm on, which is hilarious. I, I don't think he did great, but I don't think he was that bad. Because a lot, a lot of this won, like, so really at, at the core of... What's at the core of the issue? One, he didn't plug the hole, and two, that he told people that he was getting mentally ready to go into elimination. Those are the issues that we have. Uh, that he made it very mm-hmm. easy for himself to get put in. What is my no. dad doing right now? And by making it easy, what we're talking about is he just told people that he was getting getting ready mentally to go in. That's what it was, right? Well, I, I also thought his treatment of his partner throughout the episode. I thought that was not the best. I, I thought he did not do a good job of, of keeping the cohesion there, from what we saw on TV. I mean, I think that. Well, it's kind of like goes, how Nehemiah got screwed by Evan. I think that goes both ways, though, right? I don't. I don't think you can just what just blame that on him. She. Uh, they both seem to not get along with each other. But I, I we saw him from, from his things that would have caused a problem for me in the partnership. The fact that he is not will, will trying to get out of elimination at all. He's perfectly willing to be thrown in. The fact that he's completely unreceptive to her. Like, but it's one thing for me if like they're maybe maybe they did have a longer discussion about who should be in the water. But she made a lot of very good points with why she should be in the water. He's just like, no, I'm going to go in. Like, it, maybe there was more there that you we have didn't to under- see. But everybody made that dismissive. I thought it was not a good way to set up a partnership. You have to understand that at that point, they were just done with each other. They didn't want to communicate. Like, I, I it was pre- It was pretty that. much done. Like, he was tired of, like, her talking about her 
Like her relationship I, he with Cinco, came in with a bias about her being from Love Island and her like, oh, she's just going to be here to hook up. She's not actually here to play the game. When I think she's she's shown she uh, she's been at least been active so far compared to a lot of other people in the house. Yeah, I mean, there's some people that we've gotten absolutely nothing from, zero camera from, like right? zero. I mean, Xavier for I, I would be interested to know how much Xavier has actually been present in the game to this point because he's gotten like he got what one confessional this episode. David Alexander, David Alexander, I think got zero confessionals. A lot of people went up with a donut this episode. Kira, I think, got zero confessionals for his presence she was in the first couple episodes. Shannon barely got two. Yeah, but there was a lot of people who ran empty. I mean, we shot Tosh. This was the first time Tosh has basically been on screen. Was this episode, which is interesting to me because she was one of the bigger names coming in. Well, it was because of her partner. Like, that situation with her partner is why she got as much screen time as she did. So, yeah. you know, it was circumstantial. But, yeah, I it, it just boggles my mind that he won elimination with his partner, who it was clear they kind of despised each other by the end of that. And he wasn't plugging the hole. And yet they still won. And it, I first of all, I thought this was a very good elimination game. Like, I think this is yeah. a really good... If you're not going to do like they've done a, the classic, a couple classic things, and this was new, we've never seen some, we've seen similar things, but nothing specifically like this. I thought it was a very well done elimination. And so, you know what? I, to get back to our original point of like the, the, me thinking it's the best of the three, I thought the elimination was put well together. I thought the daily mission was really good, yep. really good. And it was just the right amount of time. It, you could tell where most teams were and people were complaining you couldn't tell where everyone was. I'm like, well, they only have so much airtime and why do you want to spotlight people who are just in the middle? You want to spotlight those who are doing very poorly to make fun of them and show how poorly they're doing because they're probably going into elimination. And then you want to spotlight the two or three teams that are at the top because then you're heightening the race for the win. So, like, I just don't buy that argument that you need to know where everyone is. Like, I just don't think that's realistic in a game like that. I don't know. I think you may be able to do it in a way that a, a way that kind of communicates people's ability in whatever mission they're working on. I thought I agree with you. I thought the mission this episode was great. I thought the elimination this episode was great. I think for the mission specifically, we did learn a lot. Right? We learned a lot about mm-hmm. the competitors. Tasha and James seemed like complete duds in this. They were in yep. last to the point where. When they finally were able to get all their stairs in place and they had to go rich, go put guest letters, Tasha fell off almost immediately. I don't think James really did her any favors with the way he, that he kind of just dropped no. it abrupt, abruptly, especially when you compare it to some of the other people and the way that they handled that situation. Mm-hmm. Were there any people that surprised us with how they performed in this mission in a positive way? Is there anyone oh, that stood ben, out? maybe. I would agree. Besides yeah. the people that have already stood out? Correct. Mm, he would be the one. Honestly, I didn't pay that close of attention, so I, w- <laughs> I I don't think so. I think, I politically, though, I had some surprises from this episode. So from the mission standpoint, I, didn't, I don't think I paid it close enough attention to that to really answer that question. Politically, though, Leo and Kayla from Amazing Race, coming from a show where politics is like, one of the most least important things other than just don't piss anybody off. Like that's really like 
the key to amazing races don't be the absolute best team where you're winning everything because then people try to do roadblocks on you to keep you from doing well the other thing to do is just not to piss people off to where if you're getting lost on directions and you run into another team they'll point you to go over there like that's that's the two politics of amazing race to watch leo and kayla having that conversation and realizing like James is screwing us with what he's trying to do. I don't think that was right that hard now. to figure we out. We can't trust him. What? What? It wasn't, but for them to be think like Leo has never shown a cognizance of any type of politics on the Amazing Race, and he ran it three times. So that surprised me, just knowing his past. What? What, what do we think about James's decision to essentially turn his back on the Amazing Race Alliance to decide that he is okay with going in against Leo? He would rather do that than go in against Dom and Cachet. It was smart and dumb, okay? And I'm going to, and then I'll let Rob chime in here too. It was smart in that in order for him to survive in the game, you just have to get to the next week with where he is in the game at the moment. So the smartest move for him is to throw Leo under the bus because he has a shot of beating Leo. A lot of those other guys that were up, he wasn't going to win. It was also dumb because if Leo does get thrown in and he wins, his other main ally is Kayla, and she's done with him at that point. And he's just going to have to rely on Tyson and his own wits. He's going right back well, in the if thing, he does that. The thing was, he could have... For one, I mean, I don't... Like, Dom and Cachet had a lot of weaknesses to the team. So I don't know that they... I get that Dom's a lot bigger than James. But beyond that, I think they, there's definitely plenty of elimination matchups where I think James and Tasha would have gone on top. Also, though, I, why do you have to tell Leo? That was stupid. Yeah, you can you can there's... you can say you, you can politic a little bit, and then maybe on the back, it back channels back to him. But for one, you can deny that. Two, yeah, there's a very good chance they don't get put in, and you beat um, Cache and Dom, and then you can come back and just pretend like nothing happened. Like I, I just don't see why he had to be that upfront about it. I guess we don't know if it had already gotten back to him at that point, right? Because I don't remember off the top of my head who initiated that conversation. I almost want to say that Leo was the one who kind of brought up the subject when they were kind of in, at the bunk beds, but I don't remember off the top of my head. We saw James give his reasoning behind why he did it. And I think it was a little bit more beyond, oh, I want to make it to the next week. I want to go against the easier competitor. He's directly said, and I think this is why I think, I probably think it was a good move. If he's aligned with the amazing race people, that doesn't really do him a whole hell of a lot of good, right? If he can somehow yeah. hitch his hitch his ride to the Survivor Alliance and jump on theirs in number, that gets him a lot further in the game. And so that, from my perspective, I, I think that's why I don't think it was a, a necessarily a terrible move because if he loses Leo, who cares? You know, Leo has has no equity in the game right now. Well, the only way really to get equity seemingly is going to be doing missions. There's not any, there's no like house vote for anything. So you just need people who are going to win. Um. Although, I just, I don't know. He could do that and try to latch on a survivor. I don't know how valued he'd be as a number by that group. I don't see why they're really... I don't think him. he's valuable at all to them. I don't I think, think they, I don't see why. Because he's never going to win a mission. But... He's never going to win a mission. No. I don't it's think unlikely. James is impossible to win. I, 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 that's why... Unlikely. Unlikely. Trace, you would thought it would have been unlucky if you, that he won a mission going forward. I mean, you were pretty high on his prospects mm -hmm. coming in. I was high on him, but here's the thing that I discovered watching this show is... The people he's playing with, I mean, I knew Tyson was going to be good. I didn't know Tyson was going to be as dominant as he was. I also didn't expect Angela from Big Brother to step in as the political and performance figure that she was either because I didn't know a lot of these people. 
But when I was looking at James, I'm like, he's the sleeper. But it became clear as these episodes have borne out that, yeah, he was kind of a sleeper, but the way this game is structured is not, like, in his benefit. I think if he, he had, like, a dedicated partner, that's a different story. His His road to the final was going to be hard, even as a sleeper, but I think he... He went out earlier than I expected him to, based on what I'd seen the first couple. I of weeks. think he could have politically he was if there he was, if he was wrong. I thought he demonstrated a skill set that would have been advantageous in a lot of missions. Uh, but they, yeah. they, they, they didn't but come I think way. compared to some of the other people, not going to happen. I mean, he finished I, the, the last in the thing, last two I missions. Have, look, I, I yeah, yep. he has. He, he's certainly shown to have a lot of problems. But I don't. I the bank account thing. I don't know how much reason that actually was, but I. I just wouldn't be stressing about that at this time. Like we, we've seen, like bank accounts now and bank accounts are what they're going to end so up. So much time left like, in the game. Yeah. And my thing is like, this is a weird way to look at things. But so he is trying to get to go against Justine because he sees her bank account. But like, and then going I forward, think, I don't think that really factored into his decision very much. Like I think he threw he, that he out there it multiple I, times. No, I think he threw that out there in a, the conversation with Dom is just another reason why he would want to do that. But the real reason why he would want to go against Justine and Leo was to hitch his wheels to the Survivor Alliance. That's what it was. I think he just threw that well, out just think, in conversation. Why? With why, Dom? why do you think that that was... Well, why do you think that that wouldn't be a reason for him? We've seen it motivate people in the past all the time. But this is some trivial amount of money. I think he James... already has money. Yeah. It's just yeah. we've, we've seen that's how people operate in the past, where they, they see the bank account and their eyes just like they get the little dollar signs on, like Tom and Jerry. Like, they, 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 and you know that's a mistake uh, on their part. And, and here's the biggest that thing: happened all the time and the ruins that happened all the time, like that does happen. When did that I know, and ruins. it was dumb. It, with Darrell, Darrell, he knew he was going to have to go like, in I'll anyway. go in against this like, person to take I, don't, I think that's no, just one the of those. Second th- time, the second time he went, he said, "I'd like to go in," and he wanted to go in because he knew he was going to have to go in it at some point. He knew he was going to have to go in yeah. one of those final And he negotiated with the alliance to say, this is the time I'll go yes. in. Because at that point, he knew this. that he so, was... Like, that after sense. he won that elimination, that last one, he knew he was good until the final. And that's why it was such a big deal when he got in the fight with Brad and had to go home. Because he like he had made his money. It was in the back. I... Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, to tie that in, though, if you had studied the challenge before you came into this and you're in James position and you're going to talk about the dollar signs, that is a terrible decision to make because we have seen in the past, if, if they're only going to let, let's say Tyson and Angela and Sarah steamroll this some bitch. Okay. They, a combination of them wins every single mission. And the only way these other people are making money is through eliminations. They're not going to run a final with only three or four people in it. They're going to open that final up. So they're going to increase the purse or say, hey, this week we've got to change. The top two teams are each getting ten. They was, will find a way to well, get more be, people that beyond in. that, my larger point was that if he keeps getting money, he's going to be the target next week. That was, Trace, what you just said was my argument about Total Madness. That they weren't just going to not mm-hmm. have people in the final. You know, they were going to have to change things up and figure it out. They they, were... I mean, they ended up with nine. They could have launched one or two and been fine. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, the difference, though, with Total Madness, though, is that the only way to get a skull was elimination. Here, we're talking about a monetary value, and the values that they have currently set, mathematically, that the way it's set up is they're expecting, with all these partner switches, 
that even if Tyson gets the weakest person, he might not necessarily win that challenge. What we're seeing, though, is the stronger players are taking the anchors on their back and still winning. Yeah, I think think that's why you don't worry about it, right? There's so much partner switching that happens that if you get aligned with a strong partner, you you probably will at some point. That could be your week to, to get the money. I would not be stressing yes. about it at all at yeah. this point. It, it would not even come up yep. as a concern. My, my point That's though, why that his reasoning for the bank account is stupid. If, if he keeps getting money and he's seen as a middle-of-the-road competitor, then he's going to be a target for elimination. For sure. Yeah. yeah. But a, a lot of... That's, that, 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 that that's a, why it's a terrible decision yeah, I, on his I, That's part. why I think the, uh, asking about the bank account at all is just not... I, I don't... I, I, that would almost be a negative, honestly, for me at this point. Yeah. If who's seen as... Who because, are you talking like, about you being can, seen as a middle-of-the-road competitor? James, I don't think I think people saw him as like a bottom competitor. Okay, well, bad yeah, to middle of the road competitor, and not a because threat. who not somebody honestly, worried about going to elimination again. Who do you who do you see as a worse competitor than him? Leo, Trace would know more about that than we would, but I don't know if I would. Sorry, say that again. Leo I versus work James is again. And eliminations, Leo. In eliminations, he just said Leo. I think if it's a pu- if it's a puzzle, well, season, Leo James was like a would joke, have it, and then James was like his pick to win. No, he didn't. Leo, yeah, you did. What are you Leo, about? I kind of intimated really? that yes, then, and that's a did. fair point that Rob just made. I'll defend him. James was your. Pick I would say this based on, on what, like J- James, like James, the, like just doesn't seem very athletic to me at all. He is though. Like that's the thing. Like he is athletic. The problem is, is he lends himself more into like long distance running and hiking and things you would do in a final like he's not going to be able to do wind sprints against danny you know like that's just not going to happen so but leo what we have seen out of leo so far leads i mean he's performed better in all these missions than james has like without question so far so based on what we're seeing on the challenge leo is probably and definitely a better physical competitor than james for these missions now you get to a final and you ask me to pick between leo and james i would probably lean more james but for these daily missions and eliminations i'd lean more towards leo i mean it's just also like we've seen three missions with a bunch of partner switching how much predictive value this is going to have going forward like i mean if you have that much a track record of his performance and so that has a lot of similarities like I, i would much prefer to go on that than the couple episodes we've seen so far i would agree um, we didn't really, it seemed like Sarah and Cinco would have been a good partner for this episode. And I think the puzzle aspect may have hindered their ability to perform well. We didn't see how they did it all in this mission, did we? They didn't show them that much. They showed them a lot beforehand. And we, they showed a lot of Sarah being like, oh, they showed best. them in the front half of the mission. Yeah. They did really well moving the letters back and forth did not do as well on the sandbag guessing the hangman. And they showed a lot of Sarah being like, oh, I've got a good partner this week, so I need to, like, do well. And then that was kind of what we got. Yeah, I mean, they're really sprinkling her in. I mean, from an an edit perspective... She's (laughs) getting... Yeah, let's talk about that line for a second. When Shan said that line about this is what on Survivor we call a winner's edit, I almost shat myself laughing, because I'm like, you're not fucking winning this. This isn't a winner's edit. Are you out of your mind? There's no well, it's way. Also like, what, They're what, going what out mean? of their way to make her we should look do, stupid we should every do something week. What does that, that mean? That she says, like, this is like a winner said, you haven't watched the show, homie? What do you mean? We should, we should do this once a week. We should have a segment where we cross someone off 
that we do a man and a woman Shan. that we do not Off. think will win. Beyond the people that oh, got okay. eliminated that episode. <laughs> Beyond the people eliminated. Yeah. Okay. So so let- so, uh, Shan off, Dominic Dom off. off yes. Dom, Dom is off. Not gonna... Cross Dom them is both off. off. Dominic and Shan are both off. I, I would agree. Because they have gone out of their way to make Shan look as stupid as possible every week. Between the whole newscasting last week, the yeah, I agree. Yes, I don't think it, I don't think it was making her look stupid. They were making her look don't. really like stupid because like yeah. It, it will it, you put it in context. She's talking about gossip and political strategy in the house. And she gets up there and then starts saying how she's not doing strategy and people just tell her things. And she's a nice, you know, like they were doing everything they could to make her look like a hypocrite. And then this past week, the winner's edit thing. And then the Shantham piece where she was humming her little tune. Like they are going out of their way to make how her many, look stupid. How many people here do we think have legitimate chances to win? I think Trace and I did this while you were well, not on. Yeah, when Rob yeah, dropped. Last week. Let, let's do this quickly for the, the females. Alyssa has a chance, right? Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Angela, yes. Well, we still have one second. We still have a chance to win. We still have a chance to win. What does that mean? Like, it seems... Con- like a chance to like win the final, a, re- a make realistic it to the final chance, and win. right? Because obviously, with if you make it to the final or with any final, no, with, with, with any final, because obviously any there's final. a chance that anyone could win the final if we're just flipping coins like we typically do. Yeah, so if it's an like, which we, you yeah, know, yeah, like we typically do, right? That, yeah. That's what I mean. So like, I'm, I'm saying like yeah. they they have a, a realistic chance to make it to the final and do that. That's why I'm saying just like a, a reasonable chance to win, right? Because I think if James was mm-hmm. still in the game, I don't think he would have a reasonable chance to win. Just because of his physical limitations mm-hmm. to this point and his position in the house, Dang, like I, 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 he was just drawn blanks, kind of. He, he was. He, I think he's drawn blanks at this so, point. I think all these amazing rich people are kind of dead. Uh, no, they're not. Here, I think Kayla has an. Op- I think Leo's not dead. Let, let's we'll, fly we'll through this real quick. We'll so Alyssa, him. yes. Angela, okay. yes. Aza, yes. Cache, no. Kayla, I have a hard time thinking. Yes, I believe she has a chance. She's kind of on the the fringe for me. You know what's helping her right now, and I want you to put this in the game context. She's already been paired with people that could potentially get her thrown in. She still has a lot of people that are not going to be anxious to throw Danny in because he's in a big alliance. And she's made no political waves. Like, she knows where she's at in the game. She has an opportunity, if she can continue to stay under the radar... And if she keeps getting the mediocre partners now, as we get towards the end of the season, she could be Tyson's partner. She could be Xavier. Like, there's tons of people that will keep her safe Did, later because she's getting the stinky ones Desi, done now. yes. Justine, yes. no. You think Justine has a chance? No. Uh, I don't think her and Kayla should be in different categories. I think that's fair. Kira, no. Okay. Sarah, no, yes. No. Shannon, no. Yes. No. Shan, no. Right? No. No. Okay. I think that's fair for right now. Xavier. That's still, that's like five or six people. That's yeah. pretty solid. Let's I see mean, if that that's... carries over to the men. Xavier, yeah. honestly, based off of the way that they've just been putting this together, like, I mean, he's barely on the show. They, they've done that with winners in the past. Yeah. They've hidden them for the beginning. Really? It's possible. I would say like, he, it's possible. Jordan on Dirty 30 gets like no comp in the first couple episodes and explodes during the second half of the season. Or they'll set it up a lot where these male people... I want to know who's editing the. the Jordan show. was doing nothing on camera in Dirty well, 30 either. Like, it. he was so under the, the radar for everything. Really I want to know who's editing the show. 
for the, these seasons? Like, it's a good, it's a good question. Who, who's editing the show and who's in charge of essentially the story? And they're, they're I don't know. Yeah. We've seen a lot with these male female seasons. How they'll kind of structure it is that one half the season will focus more on the female winner, and the second half will focus more on the male winner. Like we like with free agents, for example, like Johnny kind of had the first half, and Laurel kind of has the second. They'll do that sometimes. Okay, yeah. Xavier. Uh, realistically, I think yes. Yeah, it's yeah, possible. Think, yeah, Tyson, yes. Tyson, Tyson, yes. Cinco, no. Yeah. Yes. No. Uh, yeah, I guess no. Leo, he's kind of on the no, no, no. yeah. No. Kyland, no. Yeah, I think yes. Yes, definitely yes. I don't, I, I don't have enough information. To I don't see why yes, you would say so no. Lean on Enzo, probably no. I mean, he just hasn't been on the show. Whoa. Has he? Uh, we didn't. Uh, how many confessionals has he had? Not many. We Not know much. that he tried to make that there was a, some chick who tried to make out with him the first night. Who was it, Kira? But we found. I don't know. Didn't oh. we find that out? Yeah, sure. After in Discord, the show, yeah, yeah no, we, we, we did. We found it out in Discord or, from or exit interviews. Yes, you yeah. think that would be something they would want Twitter. to put on, it was on the, Twitter? On the show. I mean, this nah, is CBS, not. They don't want to have. This is not supposed to have a lot of uh, explicit content. Ever. Dom, no. Derek, no. no. David, mm-hmm. no. You think Danny, no for yes. Derek? Yeah. Danny, yes. Okay. Ben, yes. Yeah, yeah. So for the men, yes. Ben is yes. About five or Why six. Why is Ben yes to win? Yeah, Ben's a yes so far. You don't think Ben's I don't a think yes? Ben and Derek. Should, I don't think Ben and Derek should be in different categories. I think Ben's at all. a yes. All right, fine. Derek, Derek's a yes. I don't really care. Like, I mean, he was one of the ones that was right on the edge for me. So, okay. one, two, three, four. We have six men too. So, I mean, generally we're in the same range. There, yep. So there's it's still like, quite a quite a quite a number of yeah. people that have a chance to win, which at this point makes Rob. You can get on your soapbox here and talk about this because uh, the moment I heard them bring this up, I <laughs> could just feel you like going up a wall about it. Tell people <laughs> why the logic of them wanting to get a weak players now does not matter for all the new people that are listening, because I feel like you haven't done this in a while. Um, in terms of like the Anissa strategy, basically, of we don't yeah, want to t- t- give, give people give people the origin story about how this originally came up and how this also applies to this situation. Well, so I think this is a tad different just based on making the decisions this time and. I could actually see a little bit more of the theory for the case this time than previously. But what would always happen is you would see often the men's side of the house, this has happened with the female side, they usually air only air it with the men for whatever reason. That they would all get together and say, Hey, we don't wanna we wanna get rid of the weak female in the house because she's gonna drag she could drag us down in the final two gets paired with her. Just from a pure mathematical perspective, if all if the men are all there's a hundred percent chance a man one of the men is going to win there's a zero percent chance two and the men are going to win an individual season. So if we look at it from that perspective, there's no move that's going to like increase all of their probabilities of winning because they all have to add up to a hundred. So there's no re- circle in which like you guys should all be agreeing on something to do because it's not going to increase all of your probabilities to win. And there's just, like for the, whatever chance there is that Anissa is going to get paired with one of them, there's just as much chance she's going to get paired with a different one. And actually, the only chance I can see with this working is if you are on the better side of the house, then getting rid of the weak female does make sense sometimes because you want to reduce a random outcome. You want, like, if, you, if you're the best person there, you want it to be an even playing field because then the best person is going to win. But if you're in the bottom half of the house, you actually want to keep an outlier there and the chance the outlier gets paired with a good person and then that randomness takes into your advantage and then you can actually win. So in this situation, I actually do somewhat understand not wanting those outliers to be there on the bottom end because then that could bring Tyson back to the pack 
I still wouldn't worry about it that much at this point. But I yeah, do but there's still like a bit more of the logic for them. There's still like an equal probability that that person gets paired with someone else. There's still always going to no, be someone. No, I know, but if you but if you're the best person, but if you're the best person there, not having outliers is good. Because if that, because if like if let's say if, if Titan's the best of the do, best of the guys, and all of the women are fifty fifty, they're all the same. Then yeah, if they're all the same. Yeah, for sure. That that's different. Yeah, yeah but like it, it's yeah. rare that like they're all the same. And see, this is where this is where this strategy though starts to really hurt on both sides of this equation. And I hadn't thought about this prior to us talking about it today. If you're on the female side of the house and you are the strongest female competitor, Angela said a line that just drove me up the wall. She's like, I want to run the final against the that, best that's just of the what best. She's and I went, I don't think she actually, no, I fucking don't. I don't know if she actually believes that. I don't, yeah, I agree. I don't know that she does either, but she said it. So let's just go with it for now. If I am a man on this side of the house, you know what I want to do? I want to keep the strongest females around and I want to get rid of the strongest males because that is my best path to victory. And on the female side of the house, it's the same thing. I want to get rid of all the strong females and keep the strong males because that would then increase my ability to win. And it's a strategy that's hard to actually pull off effectively because those come into conflict. Like if you're, well, why do you care about keeping the strong you know, females around if you're a guy? Because then you get to run so potentially a final with a strong female. So does everybody else. Yeah, but you don't want to risk getting stuck with Anissa. Okay, well, then you have, the well, you have just as much chance as somebody else getting stuck with Anissa. If you and I are running the final, I'm better than you. I get Anissa. Now you have a shot to win. I know that, but I'm also playing Russian roulette with those odds. Like, let's say that it's only three teams of two. I now have a 33% chance to get a big but, loss but Trace, before we even start the fucking if final. If we're running on the assumption that you're worse than me going into the final, let's just say that's the case. Mm-hmm. Then you need that random outcome mm-hmm. to have a chance to win. Because if we're all even, then I'm going to win. You're right. I, I don't disagree with you. That's why this strategy is really hard to pull off on both well, sides that's why of this my equation. Because they, rather, co- I get, they come into conflict. I, I, the one thing is, I do understand, because this is a logic that actually happens a lot on Survivor, that keeping the bigger threats around as a big threat is, acts as like a meat shield for you, where those people then will it's take bullets when you won't. I understand that part of the strategy. Um, I, t- I typically just think my general thing would be, I'm gonna I'm here to cut throats and give me the best possible chance to win at the end. If I, if I get, if that leads to another shot or two getting taken at me, I'll just try to withstand that. that that's typically the theory I would yeah. run. And see, I, I, I also, that is where you and I agree. I wouldn't care at all in terms of player quality on the other side of the house. Generally, that's just not something I would worry about. I would care about who my allies yeah, that's are on the side of the house. I wouldn't care about who's stronger, who's weak. Generally. I just think that's overplaying at that point. I just want the opportunity, if I'm going to play this game, I'm with you, Rob, because it's just like, what is the best path for me to the final? Because as we've seen in these finals as of late, all you have to do is finish the majority of the legs and then save your energy for the last leg where it really matters. So at that point, it really comes across to me like the best strategy, the way the show is structured nowadays, is to just do whatever is going to get you to the final. It doesn't matter what strategy you pull. It doesn't matter how you want to go about it, being cutthroat or any of that stuff. You just need to find the best path to that final because anything pretty much goes at that point. So these people that are worried about the strongest versus the weakest, it, it's a wash, especially in this season, because the reality is, is you just need to set foot at the starting line. And however you get there, I can do okay, shit. Okay, so how, do we know how many episodes are going to be in this season? 
Uh, We're assuming up to twelve, on, but I'm thinking on the it's wiki 10. it makes it seem like there's eleven because they have 11. ten episodes in a final. Okay. So let, let, let's just go with that, okay. right? It, it doesn't really matter. Let, okay. Let's say there's we'll eleven episodes, one of which is a final. So that means there are seven more missions. In the mm-hmm. seven, so fourteen more people in, in are the going seven home. missions that we have left. How many of those will one? be won by a pair that does not include Tyson and Angela. Or Angela, excuse me. Depends on how trivia goes next week. I think like four to seven. I don't think they've shown enough to be considered that far ahead of the competition so far. I mean, they, I they've won every one. I think if you throw Angela, Tyson, and Sarah... I, mean, we won't have... I think if you include Sarah in that equation, I think there's maybe two to three challenges out of the remaining seven that someone besides that. those three would I mean, win. We, we've, had, we've seen people have come out to a hard start at the beginning of the season and t- tilt her off as it goes on. And, like, I, I also just don't think it's a good idea for them to keep winning this much. Like, I, I think they need to get a little a little bit of the heat off of them. It's showing that they're, they're this strong. Like, some people are going to want to take shots at that. Yeah. It, it would have been interesting to see if... Well, I don't know. The the aspect of it is that Tyson is... He's performed this well, and he has a really strong alliance behind him. Right? And yeah. we we saw them kind of foreshadowed them... Some, something being there with Shan, right? Shan says, overhearing the conversation between Tyson and Angela, oh, Tyson thinks he's, he's so... Uh, like being so like shady or be, be being so secretive, um, she has to be the one that turns right. She has to be the one who kind of tries to make something. I mean, out. they 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 have they've done it in the past where they've hinted at that and then it doesn't end up coming to fruition. So I don't know that it's a guarantee that she ends up pulling a trigger. Um, I think they just might want we wanted to keep that mystery out there. I do think that'll kind of have to happen at some point though. Yeah, with the way the numbers are, it's going to have to happen. So does it? For I the think, survivor people. Yeah, I think it's going to have to happen because, like, let's say they weed out all these Love Island people over the next couple weeks. Well, the law of averages says that. Well, we also haven't had a lot of double survivor pairs yet either. It's mostly been pretty even, Stephen. One show and another show. There's not been too many same show pairs yet because, trust me, that algorithm is just Johnny Mosley behind a curtain matching names from other shows there's going to come a point where i think some of these double survivor pairs are going to have to happen and it's going to be interesting to see how those numbers have to tilt depending on what the rest of the I mean, if you just, is. but again like if you just if you just look at it, if what's if the love islanders and the amazing racers keep finding their easy way out the door like eventually there's gonna it's just gonna come out where they're gonna have like they're gonna be so spread out they're gonna have to turn each other to some degree well then there's yeah. the big brother Alliance, right? Well, but you're not always gonna have big brother, big brother pair. I know, I know. But like, I, so I, I mean, ge- be a... I mean, I mean, general, generally, if, if at this point in the game, which alliance do you think will make it the furthest in the house? I think Survivor. I think they have Survivor. the most people, and they've shown the most loyalty to each other at this point. Well, the mo- big bro- uh, the, uh, between they Big Brother and to be Survivor. performing more valuably in challenges. I believe Big Brother well, actually like, has the, the most like, people at this well. point. I think when oh, they, they did, lost they in. More. Yeah, with uh, sh- uh what's with her name Tasha going, going on this home. past week that put Big Brother up on the numbers. Okay. Yeah, yeah, with Tasha going, I just don't think they're going to win as many missions. It's going to be hard. Who Big Brother? Well, if Angela yeah. keeps winning, but if Angela keeps winning, it looks well, to exactly. me like Tyson beyond, and Angela beyond, are thick as thieves. Beyond Tyson, who do you think are the next best men in the house? 
Yeah, because if, if Angela keeps winning, she's essentially part of the Survivor Alliance with Tyson. Uh, if so, uh, sorry, say that again, oh. Rob. If, if if remove Tyson from the equation, who do you think are the next best men in the house? That we've seen so far? Kyland? I would probably have to go... Even though we haven't really seen much of it on TV, I'd say Dan. Yeah, I would Dan. say Kyland. I mean, Danny has, the, Danny has the strongest athletic category. I think Xavier and Kyland are as good as anybody else on the show. Xavier's good. I, I, think I know he hasn't shown it as much good. on the I show, just but he, he, I think he's, he and Kyland are about as good as anybody else there. I mean, I can't even think of who he was yeah. paired with this week. He, he was with was... Kayla. He was with Kayla this week. He was with Ozzo last week. So, yeah, we'll we'll see once. Um, we'll, we'll see who who the, if any of the guys end up kind of standing out here going forward beyond Tyson. Um, I, I just know that, that the three the yeah. three of Danny, Kylan, and Xavier have a significant athletic pedigree. And to just show and be able to perform in the past. So that's who I'd go with. Yeah. All right. What else do we want to talk about before we leave? I think I'm pretty good, man. I feel like we hit everything that was important, at least from what I saw. So, I mean, I to, to close the loop before we do power rankings, like, I just... I've thoroughly enjoyed this way more than Spies, Lies, and Allies by like a country mile. And then I, I, even though I didn't hate Double Agents, it just kind of came across as a C plus season all the way through. I think I'm liking this more than Double Agents as well because like the people that they have gotten to show up for this show are actually playing the game and they are being political and they are being strategic where it just feels like on the main show a lot of the smackers they get they're just cannon fodder well, i think one of the key distinctions like has been had a difference in just what's been highlighted on the show like we just said we haven't seen like any of the emotional drama we've seen has been pretty tied into gameplay like i would say the for most problem we've had with that has been the tiffany cinco cachet stuff and that that I mean Tiffany ended up getting voted in that week. Like that that was a clear had a clear strategic yeah. element to it as well. Like you remember like last season when like Amanda would have her ranch that would take up like fifteen minutes of the episode. Like we just haven't seen that come into play as much. Yeah, but we also have they have thirty less minutes of airtime that they have to worry about filling. Yeah, that's true too. That's true. Which is also helpful. This is the sweet spot for the challenge, I hope. I hope MTV wakes up and realizes that a one-hour block is the ideal format for this show. All right. Trace, kick us off. Power rankings. All right. Power rankings. Female side. Sarah, one. Angela, two. Uh, Kayla, three. Why not? Okay, for the men. And for the men, I think based on your edits, you still have to have Tyson one until some other information becomes available. Two, I'm going to go Danny. Three, Xavier. Why not? Rob. Um, That's just a guess, by the way, not an actual, like, I think he's good. I just don't for know. The, for the woman, I'll spot. go Angela one, Desi two, Sarah three. Uh, men's side. I have a hard time seeing Tyson win the whole thing. Why? Uh, I'll. It just. I mean, maybe I shouldn't, because a lot of it is to outside the game stuff that he could just be doing as a troll job. So yeah, because like even though he's 
I know what you're talking about. He's he's been bashing production essentially about their ability to constantly. And I think even even though he's doing that, that I don't think that necessarily means he doesn't win. He could still that like I wouldn't put it past Tyson to do that at all. He could have hated the experience but still yeah, won. That's fair. <laughs> that that's Tyson. I think I know it is. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, I I'll I'll still keep him out of the number one spot for now. I'll go Kylan one, Tyson two, Xavier three. Okay, let me look over the men and women real quick. I think mine might be almost exactly the same as Rob's. I'm going to go Angela, Sarah, Desi, and then for the men, I'm going to go Tyson, Highland, Xavier. All right. For some housekeeping, I think for the patron episode this week, we're probably going to do part two of the email bag that we did last week, just because there were so many that we didn't get to. And it didn't help that we spent 20 minutes on the first question that we had. But (laughs) we'll do that for the patron episode this week. If you would like to listen to that episode, you can become a patron at patreon.com slash the challenge chronicles sign up for $4 and you get a bonus episode per week. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.